Hi, everybody. This is Michael from Halloween, and you are watching CMS TV. And what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Chris Aiken Presents. It is me, Chris Aiken, and of course, the man himself, Stephen Piercy's awesome, awesome, awesome lead guitarist. That guy, Eric Ferentinos. Eric, what's up, brother? Great to see you, Chris. How are you, my friend? I'm awesome. Now, what's going on behind you here? <laughs> you don't remember this? You don't know what movie this was from? No, I don't. Well, well I'm not even going to tell you. We're going to have to see if our any of our fans could guess, guess. it because this yeah, was one of my favorite movies i don't know i'm sure you'll up. tell me i'll be like oh yeah i saw that 35 years ago or something but <laughs> so i'm gonna get up because i was looking at it. it looks like you and me if we were friends as kids look at this <laughs> which one is me the one in the pink dress or yes is that me <laughs> yeah i'd be like Chris Aiken wouldn't be the badass macho man he is today had his dad not dressed him in a pink dress. Right. <laughs> as a child. Nice. <laughs> and uh, the other the other lad there shares my original complexion. Is that good or bad? <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. I'm a like, Greek-Italian. <laughs> right. Um, so anyways, yeah. Well, dude, you obviously played this weekend. How'd it go? I have not even spoken to you at all. Uh, that was awesome. We did a show with the legendary Steven Adler of Guns N' Roses, man. Now, how was that? Uh, it was it was as epic as you thought it would be. You nice. Know? We made a joke. There's a picture of all of us online, and I I put uh, Rats and Roses. We got <laughs> nice. a picture of like our their band and our band at the airport. Okay. But uh, Steven Adler, you know what's amazing about him is what an iconic guy for one. Sure. I mean, when I was a kid, that was the the pinnacle of success that a new band could have was GNR. Okay. And each one of those guys was were superstars and household names. And you know, to have somebody like Steven uh, Adler come up to you on the plane and just knuckle bump you, right? You know, like he does. He knows me and he and he likes me. And I was like, oh man, that's, I'm not going to wash my hand for like a week. <laughs> Uh, but you know, as I said before, he's the only guy who can play those songs with the, with the right with the swing. swing. Right. And we've talked about that before and I was there to witness it again. He kicked ass. His band was kick ass. Um, Apache casino. Thank you. Everyone that came out. Now let me ask you about Adler, man. Does he okay. only play appetite songs? No. Does he play like, I don't know, right next door to hell or something? Like usually uh, stuff. You can be my. Oh, well, that's one of his. Yeah, that's one of his. I think. Well, I mean, is it? Yeah, he played on that because that's he played, before he they kicked him out. You can be mine. That's not Matt Sorum. No, I'm. I'm pretty sure that's actually Steven. That or is mm. that Civil War? It might be Civil War. No, I don't think he played on Use Your Illusion. Did he? Yeah, he did. I know he played Civil War. That's right. No, but it's not him playing on. Uh, I. I don't. I don't want to misspeak. Please, someone, Who if you know. Played I think it's Matt Sorum. It's totally not. Roses, you could be mine. It is Matt Sorum. There you That's go. That's right. 
That's right. I, their drumming style is very different. Like Matt Sorum's more straight forward. He doesn't right. have the same swing again that Stephen Adler has. So it was interesting actually to hear that song get played because Stephen Adler does play it like Stephen Adler would play it. Okay. Which isn't so, such a driving way. He was more like, you know, so he puts it a little better? pizzazz. Uh, it was different. It was just different. Okay. I mean, I've heard the original so many times. Mm. So I don't know. I'd have to hear his version again. I could just right. tell. I was like, whoa, this is different. Okay. But at least they were playing it. And even, uh, you know, Axel's GNR does some of Slash's songs yeah. from well, uh, the other band. Right, oh, yeah. Slither. Well, yeah, they do Slither and 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 honestly and Slash and those guys do the Chinese democracy music too. Right. Exactly. So, they all seem to have a good attitude. Which that was another thing like uh I noticed about Adler's band, like everybody involved had a really good vibe about them. Like even sure. their tour manager, Steve, was like a super down to earth, cool, friendly guy. Like right. there were no bad vibes from those guys, and uh that's that's the best way to be. Oh yeah, especially when you guys got a you know, spend six hours together or whatever it is. It's cool that you don't run into a bunch of dicks. <laughs> that's right. Nice. Well, that's cool. How was your band? Your band played well? I'm uh, yeah, it was pretty. I think we did okay. You know, I we, saw good stuff, to... but I always see good stuff. It's. Am I the only one that reads band reviews and thinks, all right, these guys are already fucking fans? <laughs> you know maybe i haven't i haven't seen too much from it i mean some people came up to me after the show there was a there was a couple gripes that they said the sound guy was a little funky but they said well, the band had, sounded good and you've said that it's 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 getting to be about time for you guys to take a sound guy with you yeah i'm i'm i keep uh suggest politely suggesting that right you know, that we're, we're doing enough shows maybe in july we can make it happen yeah. it's a logistical thing do you guys got somebody that you would use? I, you don't have to say who, but do you have somebody you would already use, or do you have to find somebody? The solo band hasn't done that in a while. You know, okay. uh, it's been a couple years. Just as everybody the sh- with the shutdowns and everything has taken some time, right? To get yeah. rolling again. I hear you. Well, that's cool. Uh, hey, bottom line, it's cool that you played that gig. Um, you know, so are you off now for a little bit? Or are you rolling yeah. every week now, or what are you doing? Uh, I am off. Uh, we're going to be uh, near Sacramento at the end of the month, so I'll be talking that show up. That's our okay. only other show this month. So, All right. Yeah. Oh, wow, so you're just going to be hanging out, huh? Yeah, finally getting some uh, R&R. <laughs> and next month's busy. I know there's – I think there's like at least eight shows Uh next month so this is well good. that's the, the heart of touring season though isn't it july right. august september that's when you gotta be out there yes you hope to be yeah i was gonna say if you're home during those months that usually means you suck <laughs> <laughs> so uh so you didn't uh you didn't get to see the promo i did for tonight's show I, dude i I'm, i did the seth show tonight which was really interesting i'll get there i'll get to your promo in just a second but right. um i had to be respectable chris for a minute not not for a long minute, but for for thirty minutes or so, I had to be respectable because we talked to a um, we talked to a former congressman tonight, Congressman oh. Jim Renacci. Okay, <laughs> we, we talked to where him was, about voting and stuff. <laughs> okay, and how uh, worthless it is. Well, you know, you got to play the game with him. You know, I just we were just kind of chatting through it it was the most political i have been in ages 
because I, I mean, I'm, I'm in there talking about, well, how do you think Mike Pence entering the race is going to mm-hmm. affect Trump and dissent? You know, I'm like, I'm like coming at it like I know something instead of just being the dumbass hippie that I am. You Mike know, Pence I, is the other guy going along with the whole January 6th yeah, insurrection exactly. bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I was, I, I'm in there trying to ask these questions and he's answering them and I'm like, wow, I sound like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, that's cool. You know, Did you get was. to like speak your mind or say anything profound politically? Nothing crazy. I did. I did. The, the only really kind of crazy question I hit him with was, is there any way to fix all the horse shit with the commercials? <clears throat> with these guys lying nonstop in the commercial, you know, with them doing the don't vote for this guy. He kicks dogs and rapes women, you know, those kind <laughs> of commercials. And, and I also asked him too, I said, is there any way that we can stop this shit from starting two, two and a half years before the election, you know, like center it to like the three months before or something. That's mm-hmm. about the extent of my craziness that I, I was, look, I was the trying smear to smear campaigns. Nice. Yeah. About smear campaigns. Yeah. I was trying to play nice. I didn't want to go full on. Hey, you and every one of the people you work with are pieces of shit. You know, so <laughs> I did. I didn't want to go all the way in onto some guy that I've never met before for the you know for the first time I meet him. That happened so. to us once. I, I don't remember where we were. We were coming through an airport, and there was some senator there. Next, thing you know, it's like, oh, let's all get in a photo with the senator. And I'm like, I don't even know what party she's with. Yeah, until right. after, and I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, not my you, party. You find out. To- Find out they're the senator in charge of Nambler recruitment or something, and right. say, "Geez, great! Now here I am in a photo with him." Right, F- fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, that was the other topic on both this show and the CMS this week. So, did you hear about this guy? I don't even know why I keep telling this story. I just shut up and just let this one go without my name getting attached to it. But did you hear about this guy? It's national news that. Um, he got charged with 110 counts of um, child, child like pedophilia and child porn and raping kids as young as 10 years Ugh. old and stuff. Do you no. hear about this story? No. Yeah, he's a guy that I've known for 25 years. <laughs> what is he in the business or music no. business? Or something? No, I I grew up with his wife and his his wife's brothers. I grew up with her. I don't know. I don't know this guy. I don't know him as well. And I'm not trying to be that douchebag that comes on every documentary and says, well, you know, he didn't seem like, you know, I don't want to be that guy, but Mm -hmm. I I did know him. I did party with him. I've drank many a beer with him. And now he's sitting in jail waiting for (laughs) whatever you get for 110 felony counts of child abuse. So Um, did when, you never noticed anything about no, him, dude. And, and again, I hate to be like, I hate to be like every person that knew the BTK killer. I hate to be that guy that says, you know, he seemed like a nice guy. Went to church, was a deacon, you know. But really, that was I. I never, I, I hung out with this dude easily, fifteen, sixteen times. Never once was there even any kind of, uh, you know. Dude, you see that chick on the TV or in that movie or or hey, let's go to the strip club. Let's go look at chicks or 
or wow, those Olsen twins look hot. What are they three? You know, there was none of that going on. You know, nothing. He was always kind of like working class guy. Like if I, if I had to put, you know, and I'm sure this goes for most people, the thing that triggers and upsets me the most is the abuse of children. Oh yeah. Yeah. Me too. Dude. That's that's the number one. and, And there is, that has been getting progressively more so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, I warn this on. Uh, I know I'm going to be right eventually. I've made references on earlier shows that that string of letters, the LGBTQ, and now they're and they're adding since I've even said it. QIA eventually, plus. it's going to have a P in there. It's going to have a P in there for pedophile. That's why pedophiles. I tell gay people to do, do not align yourselves with these groups. Well, because I there's nothing wrong. There's... Nothing wrong with being gay. Please be be as gay as you like yeah. to be. But mm-hmm. as soon as uh, children are being sexualized. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's where humanity has to step in and put a stop mm-hmm. to it. And honestly, like I'm trying to, these psychopaths that do all this, this programming and whatnot. Yeah. I have to wonder, I mean, because they're always a step ahead of us and on a corporate level. And this is something I would have, I wouldn't have thought of before nine 11. Right. Okay. But there's, you know, stock market things that happen, you know, if like you're, you're a, a corporation that owns these other corporations, you could mm-hmm. do something very damaging sure, and bet against the stock market, especially in a time when we're in a recession and they know mm-hmm. that there's not going to be a lot of money being spent anyway. Right. Like you could actually play it to where you profit as the owner of these companies. Like, cause there's always parent companies involved. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to do something uh, edgy tonight. I was going to like take my Coles app and delete it and pull out my Coles card and snip <laughs> it up. And yeah, uh, right. But you know, I want to look at the bigger picture of what's going on here. Sure. Like, you know, but of course, I'm not going to be shopping at, at Coles if they're carrying any kind of um, clothing or anything like that that yeah, yeah. sexualizes children. There's no reason for that. Mm-hmm. No, there's, there's no reason for for kids to be yeah. talking about it in school. Nope. Uh, they just need to be kids and learn how to get, balance a checkbook and <laughs> right. do their taxes. I don't know. Teach them how to do real world stuff. Yeah, no, you're right, dude. And, and, you know, you're, you're closer than you think with the, uh, with the people using this stuff as, as econo- for economics. Um, right. I won't tell you what he calls it cause I'm, I'm not an N word drop guy, but <laughs> mm-hmm. there's a, you know, Anthony Cumia from Cumia show. I believe he, so. Yeah. Anthony, from Opie and Anthony, from right. back in the day, oh, Opie yeah. and Anthony. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time somebody gets in trouble at a major corporation for dropping the N-word, he immediately buys their stock. Oh. And he's made a fortune off of it. He's made a little fortune. Yeah. Like, he bought, he bought like, 10,000 shares of Papa John's the minute that Papa John said the N-word. And I remember when that was like a big yeah. story, when mm-hmm. the stock dropped from like $38 to $1.50 or whatever, he bought a ton of that stock. Of course, it all went back up, you know, because you're not going to close Papa John's over one word that one guy said. They forced mm-hmm. that guy out. They brought in Shaq, you know. They, but it's a great reset in the sense that they get yeah. to go in and buy it at a, at a, at a loss yeah. and make the money on the way up, too. Yeah. And, and he does it every time anybody says, and I've thought about it. I've thought about mm-hmm. my only problem is I don't follow the news enough. Right. I don't either, I, but I I'll tell you this, everybody 
if you you know, I would say nine out of ten people are are absolutely disgusted by any kind of sexualization of, of children, yeah. and, and they these these psychopaths know that, and mm-hmm. they use that against us because if you need a distraction. Oh yeah. That's a great way to do it. What kids are being hurt. All of a sudden everybody's attention goes over to it. I mean, from what I'm seeing, there's like mobs of people with pitchforks and torches outside of like target and, uh, places like this now that are, that have been exposed to be, uh, selling this kind of garbage, you know, but in the meantime, there's like huge things going on with, uh, the Ukraine and money laundering and, and Mm -hmm. just insanity, uh, they're they're basically going to crush the dollar and put us on some kind of CBDC <laughs> whatever <laughs> freaking thing. Uh, I'm worried about it, but I think everybody's attention's focused in the wrong place. But sure. in the meantime, I guess yeah. I mean, I don't want to shop somewhere where they're selling stuff like that. But I mean, yeah. that's probably exactly what they want. I hate that. Yeah. Well, it is. They they want you to die. They want you to commit "quote unquote" economic terrorism by not right. shopping at Target. That and just just to make us everything we hate. You know, it's like mm-hmm. one thing. You know, I never want to hurt anybody, but if I had to, it would be somebody doing these things. But sure, they get so upset, and then you're thinking about how I want to kill somebody. That and next thing you know, you're mm-hmm. a killer. They've they've turned you into a killer. Yeah. So there's there's a, there's got to be another way, uh, a more enlightened way to deal with these people you know obviously not shopping there but see they're still winning i mean i i don't know what to do but it's it's something that should be on the on the discussion table look the 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 best way to deal with it in my eyes vigilance it's just vigilance it's that it i i i like i i don't go to i've never shopped at target i don't think i've ever even been in a target Target has sucked for a really long time i don't think i i mean i'm being honest i don't think i've ever been in a target so for me saying well i'm not gonna but what does that mean it means nothing <laughs> you know it means it means nothing it's just blowing hot air for no other reason than to blow hot air out of my face you know but even stuff that that you have done like you know like my passions up until the pandemic really or up until um kneel down guy was was sports and I'm not going to lie and say I don't watch it. I did say I wasn't going to watch it anymore. I still watch the NFL, some. Not like I used to. I don't watch baseball hardly at all. And um, I used to watch, like, there are definitely seasons of baseball where I watched every pitch of 180 to 162 games, you know, for the Indians. I mean, that was my shit. I would watch every minute of it. Yeah, dude, for years, that was me and and the ex-wife's routine. I'd get home from work. We'd scarf down some dinner. The baseball game started at 7.05. We'd watch the baseball game from 7.05 till 10, 10.30, whenever it ended. Right. That was my routine for years. I've watched maybe five Padres games this year, and that's it. You know, I yeah. just, I, I, I don't watch it. I didn't watch a dribble of the basketball. I don't even know if it's still going on or not, but I used to watch, I used to watch basketball all the time. Used to love basketball. Once they turned it into... Social politics, I don't want nothing to do with it. And it's not even that I care about the social politics. I just don't want to be preached at. I want to watch a stupid basketball game. Right. You know, and they've put this stuff into everything. And I think the biggest mistake you can make is actually whining about it. I think, I think the more you whine about it, 
the more the more it emboldens the people that are against what what is right generally or what you think is right. I think it's better to just ignore it. Did you see the football game? Nah, didn't see it. Right. Eventually, it just stops being important. Yeah. yeah right. I mean, if, if if enough people are like, nah, didn't see it, then then it's not a topic. It's not a topic. It's the same boycott. You know, instead True, yeah. of. You know, it's like this whole Bud Light thing. Everybody's whining about. I'm not drinking blood Bud Light anymore. I'm not mm-hmm. drinking diet semen or whatever they're calling it. You know what they're calling it now? Diet semen. You know, it's like saying it. It doesn't matter if you're at a party two years from now. Somebody hands you a Bud Light, you're going to drink it. It's just that simple. You know, have you ever been at a party where you turned down a beer because of the style? Uh, yes. <laughs> Have you? I'm not. Maybe it's just that I'm a lush. I, don't I can't know, do those, like, a lot of those, like, uh, flavored IPAs. IPA. Oh, yeah. I, hate that shit. I don't really like IPAs either. But if that's what's on the menu, I'm drinking it. I'm drinking uh, Susan's White Claws just to preemptively get them out yeah. of the fridge so she doesn't drink them. I'm drinking Reward Electrolyte Drink, which gives you, it's like Pedialyte. It gives you juice. Oh, it gives you energy. So Good. So, there but yeah, I, I mean... I, I don't, dude, I'll be at a party and if somebody breaks out the $8 bottle of Paramount by the gallon, I'm drinking it. I don't care. I'm not going to be like, wait a minute, Grey Goose or nothing for me, pal. Well, I'm sure you're probably right. If I was at some party and that's all I That's had, what I'm I'd saying. To, yeah. That's what I'm saying is if you're at a party and all they got is Bud Light, you're drinking it. You're not going to be like, I got to leave. You don't have anything that I drink. Have you ever left a party because they didn't have anything you you drink? No, only when there was nothing to drink, maybe. Yeah, if there's nothing to get drink, out of that's here and go thing. find something to drink. Yeah, but if they had the beer that you're protesting, you're drinking the shit. You're no, but again, it's like I, <laughs> I feel like we're getting pushed in by the media and, and oh, uh, yeah, Hollywood yeah. into this mm-hmm. thing again as a huge distraction. Well, you know? so, social breakdown takes the distraction away from from class breakdown. You know, they get us thinking about what did you do? Like, Charlie Cat. I don't know. She she did this today earlier as well. well she where did she does didn't quite jump all the way up and just decided to claw my nuts and oh, hang from them. Jesus Christ. But anyway, everybody. Everybody Charlie Cat's like a getting to be a celebrity. <laughs> Although people More think it's you? a guy because it's her name's Charlie. So they think it's a uh It's the kinda now kinda wow Charlie, right? Remember yeah. that commercial? Kind of. Wow. Kind of. Now, Charlie. Do you remember that? The, <laughs> it was like perfume or something. Oh, the Charlie perfume. Yeah. That, yeah, that definitely that? feminized the name. Yeah. I mean, there's been gender bending stuff going on forever. Right. Uh, and again, with this whole distraction of what's a woman, what's not a woman. I mean, that's, there's, that is not never to be up to debate. It's a chromosome. Yeah issue end of story mm-hmm. you know that's how that's the only way to end the argument mm-hmm. it's chromosomes you don't have the ones you're not that uh the other thing is uh you know typically men especially the ones that haven't actually had a surgery they, they still mm-hmm. got their wangs if you will which is right. good 70 percent uh they wear women's clothing uh to get a, a kink out of it it's, it's mm-hmm. for sexual reasons they do it. It turns them yeah. on, you know? So when yeah. you mix that and force it with the public, you know, but that's been, that stuff's been going on forever. It's so weird. Uh, it, this is such a deeper thing than, than what we're getting at the, at the surface level. 
Did you ever hear about how uh, in Hollywood they they make every actor wear a dress at some point for a for kind of a humiliation? No, <laughs> never heard that. Yeah, uh, uh, Dave Chappelle was uh, one of the first guys to start talking about that before you who makes them do it management or the yeah it'll be or who they're the yeah it'll be like the uh one of the assistants the director come over uh, you know according according to dave chappelle they're like hey man yeah it's great why don't you put this dress on and we'll do the bit you know and drag tonight and he's like hey you know i don't want to wear that no 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 man it'll be funny come on do it you know and uh kind of want in that fashion i guess they wow you know but sometimes it is funny. I'm not saying that it's never funny. I mean, I think people have been going in drag for as lo- for all of recorded history. Oh, yeah. Especially mm-hmm. in theater. And I, I have seen plenty of movies where I've been entertained, yeah. where the actor was, was dressed as a female. So I don't want to come off like, a, you guys know me. I'm certainly not a prude in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but some of these arguments are about, you know, a guy in drag reading to kids in a classroom. Okay, right. well, now you're purposely trying to trigger me because I know this dude's, you know, kind of into it, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, dressing this way. And now you're sticking him with kids. You know, people should be able, adults should be able to watch a rated R movie where a guy's in drag. He, they should be able to go to a show where it's a drag show. No yeah. problems. Mm-hmm. You know, but once you start, like, putting children into that mix i mean that's why we have a rating system yeah you know this is a g rating this is a r you know you're basically forcing kids to watch an x movie yeah you are and trying to argue your point in some weird way Mm -hmm. and honestly they're trying to make it seem like everybody is down with this and obviously 99 percent of people are Are not not. down with it as any sane person gay or not shouldn't be or wouldn't be right they do their best though to normalize these things, and uh, and it's a shame that they use good gay people to 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 push their agendas. You know what I mean? Because yeah. again, yeah. I you know it bears repeating that that no problem, man, whatsoever yeah. with gays. I'm from California. It's like we're accustomed <laughs> to, to to this. Right. Here. right. I've worked worked with the gays. They're great people. I've even said on earlier episodes how I miss southwest airlines i miss all the gays that, that apparently left when <laughs> right. they, they started force of vaccines because they right. remember fauci from the 80s they remember sure when he killed them pushing azt and and hiding mm-hmm. other uh, uh remedies that would have been safer and more effective if used sooner sure. uh, this is the same guy if you watch dollars dallas buyers club that the villain from that movie is fauci so i don't know why everyone forgot that and uh, allowed him to murder all these people. I mean, ha- have you uh, heard about uh, uh, who's who's the who's the actor that I sent Jamie you the Fox? thing? Jamie Fox. Thank you. I had a little brain fart there. Does everybody know what's going on with Jamie Fox? We haven't talked about it. Okay. Well, apparently, you know, we know he had some type of stroke or medical emergency. Well, right. it's a little deeper than that. Uh, he's blind and paralyzed, and his <laughs> career is over. It's over. And he is one of the most talented, hardest working uh, actors, straight up actors. And I'm not going to call him a comedian. I mean, my first uh, introduction to Jamie Foxx was on In Living Color. Right. uh, And he was hilarious on that. So good. But they made him wear a dress. (laughs) Excuse me. He was in drag for a lot of that. Wow. I don't know if you remember. 
but he he played that ugly woman character. Oh yeah, yeah. That was yeah. funny. Her, he did the eyes thing. It seemed like mm-hmm. he didn't have much depth to him, but man, later Jamie Fox did some amazing movies, and he's done all kinds of stuff: serious stuff, action stuff, right? Uh, comedy cameos and movies, yeah. and I've loved serious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a tragedy, man. And and uh, you know, for every Jamie Fox. Uh, you got to imagine there's like a hundred thousand people you'll never hear about because you don't, they're not famous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, that were maimed or hurt or died. Uh, this is an atrocity really. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm glad I stood the line. Yeah. Chris and I <laughs> see, see everyone. If you're ever, when in doubt, tune into the Chris Aiken presents because Chris Aiken <laughs> and I, we're, we'll, we'll guide you. Let us guide yeah, you. Yeah, Sure. Well, maybe you'll guide. You're 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 much you're much healthier than me. I'm not much of a guide of anybody's health. I just didn't let them stick that stupid poison in my arm. No, it's, and, and you were they wanted to so bad. So they badly. definitely want. When I was in the hospital, they, every single time I saw the doctor, well, we'll just give you that little shot. It'll make sure this doesn't happen again. No, they were no. doing that to me when I had my heart attack almost a year ago. Like, are you vaccinated? Would you like one right now? Well, we're nope. Back. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And then they were giving me a COVID test and, and mm. trying to shove that thing. I'm like, that's good. That's good. That's good. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah that, that, that so test bizarre. sucks. Yeah, that bizarre. test sucks. But anyway, I don't want to get into this whole d- devastation of livelihood and stuff because we've got positive things to talk about tonight. That's right. It's summertime, man. It is summertime. It is summer. Did, uh, hey, speaking of summer. Yes. We, uh, the, the promo for the show yes let me me appearance by our by our old friends the sand diggers the sand diggers that's right where is it here we go wapow let's unmute It looks like the first day of summer is finally here. We have to get a nice tan for the Chris Saken presents tonight. But damn, it's really haven't been out here very, very much. I think I might, uh, might have to put on uh, some sunscreen. Did you bring any sunscreen, Elox? Yeah. What, what what kind of sunscreen did you bring? I really need it. Uh, I brought hot jizz. Did you say hot jizz? Yeah. Well, can you can you put some of the hot jizz on my face? Yeah. you hodges hodges huh hodges Hodges. (laughs) no hodges it's see that's the problem something sounds funny when you say them fast right and something sounds funny when you say them slow (laughs) 
That right? one is slow, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you say it fast. It's it's Hodges. That's right. It's Hodges. You say it slow. It's Hodges. Hmm. Sounds more like my internet viewing after the show. <laughs> Some Hodges <laughs> on Pornhub. Not Pornhub. Pornhub. <laughs> uh, yeah, that came. That uh, that came on me. I mean, that came to me uh, earlier. <laughs> I was taking my nap and I woke up like an hour before the show and I'm, and I looked and the sun was kind of out. Right. And I'm like, Oh, I could, I could, I could do the bit. I was, I've been trying to formulate, you know, <laughs> high end production <laughs> budget. right there. <laughs> hey, it's as good as anything else. Right. <laughs> That's right. Nice. Well, I'll tell you what, dude, why don't we do this? Let's take a very quick break. We're just going to play a bit or two here or a commercial or two. And we are going to come back and talk some music writing because um, okay. our guest, uh, Giancarlo Floridia, my new best friend ever, is um, he is um, waiting in the wings to come on and talk songwriting and talk about working with George Lynch and maybe something that he's building with the Mighty Lynch and working with the Lynch Mob, working with Michael Sweet. He's he's like behind the scenes writer guy. Awesome. He's He's... So maybe you could pick his brain a little bit. Maybe you can work work your way in there. You you know some of the same people, I'm sure. I'm sure you guys know all the same people. And he's like you. He's a songwriter. He's a guitar player. He he sings sometimes. Go ahead and say it, Chris. Say the other thing you want to say about it. Nothing. What? What do you what mean? Do I want to say? I know what you want to say. What do I want to say? We both don't have a lot of hair. Well, there's, <laughs> there is that, but you know. Both have a mohawk. You both have a mohawk. You guys got a lot in common, man. What are you talking? You guys can All switch right. bands. I know what you're saying. You can switch bands. <laughs> All right, let's do this. We'll play we'll play a spot for something real quick, and we will come back with Giancarlo Floridia, and we will talk all about the back end of being a creative genius. Right here on Chris Aiken Presents. <laughs> Stop whatever you're doing and let AppyPi develop your mobile app in about 5 minutes. If you can visit mobileapp.cmspn.com to get started, you will get a mobile app for iOS or Android for your product or service built without any coding knowledge. The problem is that in order to get more traffic, you have to pay more money and spend far more time creating your mobile app. But don't worry. There is a better way. Let AppyPi build your app for you today. Visit mobileapp.cmspn.com now to get started. 